Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. First week of Canada's pandemic election is now in the books, and you know, some sound bites from party leaders have resonated with Canadians. Others have fallen flat and may have hurt their party's chances at the polls. This election is about who you think can get us out of the recession and rebuild the economy. Who do you think can secure the future for all Canadians? So we have a choice in this election, a new Democrat government that's going to make sure any company that abused the system, that took public money and then paid out dividends to their shareholders or increased executive pay, that we're going to stop that, we're going to make them make sure they reimburse that. A re-elected Liberal government will extend and introduce new emergency supports for businesses and workers to make sure we build back better for everyone. And that starts with good middle-class jobs. So which party leader has come out of the gate the strongest and who has some work to do? Global News Chief Political Correspondent David Aiken is traveling with Liberal Leader Justin Trudeau and joins us now to discuss this. David, how are you? I'm pretty good, and you know what? It's that little, uh, the music segue you played at the beginning of the hour here, that was Paul McCartney and Wings Jet. I've been doing a lot of jetting around with uh, last week I was with Trudeau. Tonight, I'm hopping, I'm in Ottawa right now, but hopping on a plane to go to Montreal with Singh. But speaking of jets and jets, just a little campaign trivia, um, you know, all the parties, uh, you know, hire a plane to carry them around from somebody. And the liberals are using a plane that they've leased from Air Canada. And the Liberal plane, when it's not carrying Trudeau around, it's carrying around the Winnipeg Jets. That's the team that I was, or that's the plane I was on last week, the Winnipeg Jets plane. So we were playing Jet from Paul McCartney and the Wings because that was all about the Jets. Anyways, just one little sort of campaign trivia there. Did they leave over uh, or leave behind any hockey sticks for some political stick handling? They didn't, but I did hear from some very clever political strategists of mine who, when they heard that, the Trudeau team was on the Winnipeg Jets plane. Hockey fans will know that the Winnipeg Jets came into the playoffs a heavily favored, and yet through poor performance, <laughs> lousy strategy, got swept by the Canadians in the first round. So a lot of people took that as some sort of maybe omen for the Liberals. Who knows? In the 2019 campaign, I mean, just to talk about planes and how goofy they can be, they had a bus hit their plane, a bus. The bus carrying the media to the plane, the bus hit their plane, and the plane had to be, you know, it's all decked out with Team Trudeau colors on it, and it had to be sidelined for a couple of weeks while they inspected it and fixed it. So for the Trudeau liberals, it was a successful week just to start the week and end the week with the plane that they'd hired from Canada. <laughs> uh, other than the, you know, the, the, the plane woes, I guess, or the bad omens, how would you describe the first week for the liberal leader? You know, I, I don't think that Trudeau had a bad week. Um, I don't think he had a great week. Um, and, you know, this is this is part of the problem when you're the incumbent government is uh, you're really asking voters, as Trudeau is, to say, you know, just let me keep on doing what I'm doing, except I want a majority instead of a minority. And that strategy worked with uh, other premiers who went to the polls in pandemics. 
John Horgan in B.C., Scott Moe in Saskatchewan, Blaine Higgs in, in New Brunswick, um, didn't work for the guy in Nova Scotia. We just saw last week uh, the, an incumbent government did lose. Anyways, I think Trudeau had an okay week. It wasn't great. It wasn't spectacular, mostly because we still don't know from him. I, I mean, we were pressing him all week. Wh- what are we doing? Why are we out on the campaign in the middle of the summertime? And his answer to the why now question at the beginning of the week was, well, why not now? You know, we're transitioning to uh, uh, new Canada post-pandemic. Why wouldn't Canadians want to vote on some of the important issues? And, you know, clever answer, I suppose. I don't know what's a compelling one that really motivates people. And on the other side of the ledger, I think Jagmeet Singh had a better week than Trudeau. But strangely enough, I think the best week was the, the, the person at the best week was Aaron O'Toole and the Conservatives. And it was a really weird week to watch because they spent a lot of it in a TV studio the party has built in Ottawa, in a hotel in Ottawa. And O'Toole would just beam himself out to virtual town halls. He talked to voters in Ontario, voters in B.C., in separate different town halls. He did get on the road. He was, he had a, he's got a plane, too. And uh, they touched down in Winnipeg and in Saskatoon and Vancouver and Quebec City. But they spent a lot of it, I think probably three days, um, in their studio in in ottawa and that's where they'll be tomorrow uh o'toole is out on the west coast right now he's just finished up or uh finished up an event in new westminster bc and then uh, he flies back and he's overnight here in ottawa and then he's in his tv studio and so it's weird because it's virtual there's no excitement there's no rallies no rallies really anywhere um and yet i think o'toole had a good week and here's why i think he had a good week because um they dropped the platform right off the bat so we got some stuff to talk about he spent the week talking about policy. So if you think elections ought to be times when we set out some ideas and have some discussions about policy, I, I'd say that O'Toole led the way. A lot of the other campaigns had to respond to the policy ideas that O'Toole was putting out. So uh, is it enough for O'Toole to win the campaign? No. But you'd rather have a good week and a strong week starting than, than have people <laughs> have people doing stories about the bus that hit your plane. <laughs> Uh, NDP leader Jagmeet Singh um, uh, dropped his platform even before the, the writ right. was dropped. He did. Correct me if I'm wrong, the Liberals haven't unveiled their platform, have they? No, they haven't. And uh, I'm a little surprised by that, and I'm surprised in this sense, because we have seen, and again, we, I'm using the pandemic election campaigns we've had now in five provinces. As political reporters or as political operatives, we have a lot of experience on how voters react in a pandemic election. And one of the things voters do, we've seen this as recently as Nova Scotia, but right back to B.C., is people start voting as soon as they can, either at in-person advance polls or through mail. Uh, There was just 50,000 people who voted by mail in 2019, and we expect 5 million people to vote by mail this time around. I've already applied for my mail-in ballot. You can do it online at elections.ca. It's really simple, three-minute process. You just need your scan of your driver's license or something. That's it. And that means that people are voting now, essentially. Um, you can, you know, as soon as you get your ballot, you can send it ready, and you have to write in the name of the candidate that you, you're, you're choosing. But that also means that if you're a campaign, if, you, if you're the conservatives and the Democrats or, or liberals, you should get your platform out fast because people are going to make decisions. They're not going to wait till Election Day. They're going to start making decisions early, and they're going to lock their ballot in. So if you're, a, as I say, if you're a campaign, it makes sense to do what the conservatives did, which is, here's our here's our election platform. Makes sense to do what the NDP did. Here's our platform. So I am a little surprised the liberals have not produced their platform, because they certainly would have known the timing of this election. They're the ones who called it, after all. And, um, and just given the different dynamics of a, quote, pandemic election, 
I'm surprised that they uh, they haven't uh, dropped it yet. Maybe, maybe they'll do that today. I, I doubt it, though. They're, uh, Trudeau is, um, I think, uh, what time is it now? I'm just trying to do all the time zone changes. I think he's just wrapped up an event in New Brunswick in Miramichi in a riding that, in a riding, I might add, in Atlanta, Canada, the Conservatives are kind of eyeing. And then uh, Trudeau's going uh, going to Charlottetown uh, for a rally there. I don't think the cons- Liberals have anything to worry about in PEI. Four seats, they'll take four seats. And then uh, and then you will see Trudeau do a little campaigning in Atlanta, Canada. But is he going to drop the election platform there? I don't know. But he should do it soon, in my view. Our guest is Global News Chief Political Correspondent David Aiken here on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Rick in for Roy this weekend. Um, while this campaign is going on, there's a crisis in Afghanistan that mm-hmm. is uh, beyond the percolation stage. Uh, is this helping or hurting Trudeau's re-election efforts? It's going to be hard to say. I'm not sure a lot of people will move their votes, but that said, it is impacting the election because all the campaigns have had to respond to the events in Afghanistan, and certainly the prime ministers. Um, Normally, we refer to Justin Trudeau as the liberal leader, but in this case, he's the prime minister of the country, still in charge, of course, of our armed forces, or still, yeah, still in charge of our armed forces. And as I said, I was out on the road with him all for most of last week. Um, and so is my, our colleague, Mercedes Stevenson, who, as you know, is like the ace among aces when it comes to reporters on the military. And he was getting pressed. We were both pressing him about the uh, speed at which Canada is moving to help people get out of Afghanistan. And whether there was some thinking that, you know, our elections had meant that people at, the na- at uh, national offense are a little gun-shy to make decisions on their own, and that is hampering their ability to act quickly. Uh, Mercedes even was reporting, on, uh, based on her sources, you know, the Americans are stuffing people into their C-17s, the big, the big huge uh, tr- cargo planes. They're just stuffing as many people as they can get in and get them out. In Canada, of course, well, we have to have seatbelts for everybody, so we can only take <laughs> as many people as we have seatbelts. And people are going, what are we doing? Can we can we please relax the seatbelt requirement and just stuff as many people as we can on the plane? Um, and I understand by the end of the week, it was uh, up to the local commander, in other words, that the person on the ground to decide, uh, yeah, let's just get people out. So all of which is to say, Afghanistan has come up every day on the campaign. I'm pretty sure, yes, pretty much every day on the campaign for Trudeau. O'Toole, of course, is, is the only leader who is a veteran. He served himself uh, in the Air Force, though he, he never was uh, actually in Afghanistan. But he has brought this up. Uh, we had a briefing today from some of the government ministers on this file, the immigration minister, Marco Mancino, uh, the defense minister, Harjit Sajjan. During an election, ministers are, are still ministers, even though no one is technically an MP anymore. Like once the House of Commons is dissolved, you're no longer an MP. But the, the cabinet, uh, the cabinet continues uh, to hold their position, hold their power until a new cabinet is sworn in. So the defense minister, Harjit Sajjan, even if the liberals lose the election, He'll be the defense minister until, let's say, Aaron O'Toole wins. Aaron O'Toole swears in his new cabinet. That's the way it works in our system. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 